if you call yourself a Christian, um, if you call yourself a Proverbs 31 woman, uh, if you call yourself wanting a husband like Boaz and you want to be Ruth, uh, if you call yourself wanting to be a light like Jesus, then you should not be doing the silhouette challenge. Yeah, we're going to get in it today, okay? Welcome to your Wednesday tangible tip. Uh, my name is Rika. And on tomorrow's episode, we're going to be talking to my friend Adriana. Um, and before we get into the silhouette challenge, because I'm about to break that down for you. And I don't sit from a seat of judgment. And we're going to talk about the silhouette challenge and what judgment means, okay? All right, tomorrow. What would you do if you dated a guy for a few years? He promised marriage. You were about to move down to Florida to be with him. Then he disappears for 10 months. Yeah. And he comes back, hits you up on Snapchat to say, hey, what's up? How you doing? What would you do? Well, that's Adriana's story. And yeah, he came back. But how she handled closure and the red flag she passed up that you can learn from. That is tomorrow's conversation on Single You, the podcast. You know how I do. I drop it 6 a.m. on Thursdays. So when you wake up on Thursday morning, that episode will be available for you. And I cannot wait for you to hear that conversation. Okay, let's see if I can get out of my head onto this podcast and explain it in the way that I want it to be explained so it can be as palatable um, as possible for you. Um, because obviously I do call myself a Christian. If you listen to this podcast for any episode outside of this, you know that. Um, in fact, one of the um, one of my Facebook statuses the other day was the moment I started leaning into God way more. In fact, I said this. <clears throat> Again, once I started leaning into God, the door started opening. God is good. Obedience and execution of strategy is my job. But outcome, I leave that up to God. And he loves me, man. He loves me. So I say that to say, if you are not in that space um, where your relationship with God, you, you don't really have one. Maybe you believe in God. Um, and so you don't really have that relationship. You're not really studying the Bible. You're not reading the Bible for yourself. Uh, again, I am not judging you. Um, all I want to do is give you a blueprint to a more peaceful life. I told my friend today, I was uh, talking with her today. I was getting my nails done actually. Um, and I told her, you know, once I started leaning into God, I stopped being at war with myself. Um, I stopped being confused on who I was and what I wanted to do and how to execute it. I was able to come into myself. I had an awakening and I used to feel like 2017 and before that I was just kind of floating in this life. I didn't know the things that I knew. Um, but now that I know better, I do better. And I do believe that I am in a, in a season. God has me in this season right now to be a light for single women, right? Um, to help you understand that singleness is not a punishment and that you are worthy regardless of your relationship status. But but what I also know is that my message is not for everybody. We're not called to save and change and be a voice for everybody. I believe that we are just called to help the, and I, so I'll speak for me. I believe that I am just called to help the women that are my assignment. 
I don't know who that is. Only God knows that. And he reveals it as time goes on and I get more clients and people reach out to me about the podcast. And I pray for you. Um, I say, God, you have me on this mission. You told me in 2017 that you would use my story. So please have the women who are supposed to hear my voice come to me, have them hear me um, and reach out to me. So, so that's the seat that I sit in. I'm not here to help and save everybody. I just, I can't do that. Um, that's unrealistic to believe that. But again, I, I believe um, and know in my soul, it's like a knowing that I am called to help, um, to help a certain number of women. And I believe that's for everybody, pastors, you, whoever. Um, you, you, you could be assigned to maybe just one person or 10 people and pastors are assigned to 100,000. Um, and so I say that to say I was listening to um, Pastor Michael Todd. He's one of my favorite <laughs> pastors. Um, and he was talking about how we shouldn't be doing the silhouette challenge um, as Christians, right? Um, and then one of my favorite radio personalities said that he didn't like that Pastor Michael Todd said that and that that was coming from a seat of judgment. Um, and in this time where people are really feeling judged by Christians, um, maybe that's something that he shouldn't have said. Um, and so there's a couple of things I want to touch on, the silhouette challenge and what judgment is. And I believe I'm I'm kind of already touching on that. Listen, this is take two of this episode. If I can't get this point across, I will erase this. So if you are listening to this, <laughs> that means I got my point across. So please give me a round of applause because I got it out. So I believe, again, um, that that we're called to help a certain number of people. And we don't know that number. That's obviously up to God. We're just supposed to be, keep doing the work, right? Um, do not grow weary in doing the work, as the Bible says. And so Pastor Michael Todd is only supposed to reach a certain number of people. Um, and that person obviously is not this person that disagreed with him. At least not in this moment, okay? Because you never know what seeds you're dropping um, that can be watered and grow later either. Those are things that we don't know. And the Bible talks about we're not going to understand everything. Our thoughts are not God's thoughts. Otherwise, we would be God, right? So we don't understand. We're just supposed to do good and be a light, right? So I understand where a lot of people are pushing back on that and feeling judged. Um, it's because in this moment, your eyes were not supposed to be opened um, and or Pastor Michael Todd is not the voice you are supposed to hear. You are not his assignment. Um, and judging to me, I, I, I feel like people, um, they love to glorify, um, you know, where the Bible talks about love thy neighbor as thyself. It, they love that part of the Bible, but th they don't want to talk about um, the scriptures uh, that give us a roadmap to be as holy as God would want us to be. Because um, that's what God wants us to be. Like our body is our temple. And so then when you hear somebody tell you, you shouldn't do the silhouette, silhouette challenge, you sit in a seat of judgment because your eyes ha haven't been revealed. Um, you, ha you haven't been open to that part of the Bible yet. And that either comes from like you, you don't have a relationship with God. You're not reading your own Bible. Um, and so you feel condemned and judged. Um, and And I feel like, Judgment of somebody, if somebody treats you different because you do the silhouette challenge. But as a Christian, 
especially Michael Todd being a pastor and having his platform, he is allowed to he is allowed to give you Bible. And if it comes off as judgment to you, that's on you and 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 how you are receiving things because where you are in your journey and maybe you're not awakened yet. Again, it comes from not having your own full relationship with God and reading your Bible. So again, I I just want to reiterate, I am not here to help everybody. So if this is not bouncing on you um, from a seat of like, wow, Rika is opening my eyes, then I'm probably not the voice that you need to be following. Um, There's work that you need to do in you. And I will also say this. I saw a, a, a meme that said, you know, some women can take off their clothes and feel powerful and that's good for them. But some women um, can take off their clothes and not feel powerful and that's good for them. So that meme, I feel like, was telling me, listen, we, we are all on different paths. And this is what God is calling me to do. And, and I don't want to take off my clothes or do silhouette challenges or do certain things because of the vision that I have for my life. Um, So if your vision is this, that you want to please God as much as you can. Not that anybody's perfect. I'm not even calling myself perfect. Listen, on the last episode, I called myself a a cussing Christian, or maybe that's tomorrow's episode. Um, So there are things that I am still working on. So I would ask you this. What's the vision for your life? If it is to no longer be a woman who's showing off her beauty in that way, If you want to be respected by others more than you want to be liked. In fact, you know what? Let's take it a step further. If you want to be respected more by you, more than you want to be liked by others. If you want to be respected um, and you want to please God. If it's truly, if you truly want to move in a space that Jesus would have you move, then the silhouette, silhouette challenge wouldn't be for you and somebody telling you that you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't be offended. Because, okay, I'm going to pull out some scriptures, okay? 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 through 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit, who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were, brought, you were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. So I just don't know how honoring God with my body means I should do the silhouette challenge, right? Also, um, let's go to, uh, let's see, okay, Revelations 3.16, where it says, So because you are lukewarm, neither hot nor cold, I am about to spit you out of my mouth. Uh, Another, let's see, that's the international version. The living translation says, but since you are lukewarm water, neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. So again, if you sit with the seat of, I want to be like Jesus, I'm a Christian, I want to be a Proverbs 31 woman, I want this certain lifestyle, but then you're doing things like the silhouette challenge, that to me means that you are lukewarm, right? I mean, I would think that. And then also 1 Corinthians 6 and 12 says, and this is, I, I believe, yeah, Paul was writing this. Um, and Paul wrote over 50, 60, 70% of the Bible. Um, Paul writes, I have the right to do anything you say. That, that's what we say, right? When we're doing the silhouette challenge, God gave me free will. I'm allowed to. I can do this. I'm grown. I'm a woman. I'm whatever, right? So Paul is basically mocking us. Um, and he says, you say, I have the right to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. 
I have the right to do anything, but I will not be mastered by anything. In the New Living Translation, it says, you say, I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I am allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. So when you're doing things like the silhouette challenge, you need to be asking yourself, why? Why am I doing this? And are you a slave to likes um, and men calling you beautiful? Um, Are you a slave to social media? Are you a slave to the trend um, and the culture that we live in right now? Because the Bible talks about that too in Romans 12 and 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. And I'm going to go a step further and say his will for you. What are you being called to do? How are you being called by God to maneuver through this world? Is it doing the silhouette challenge or not? What is your vision for your life? God calls us to have a vision for our lives. And my vision is not to be liked by all men. It is to respect myself and to be liked by my husband. And my husband would not want um, a woman who is showing off her body for the rest of the world. And no, I'm not married. I'm just thinking of future plans. I'm not thinking about right now. So even maybe you're like, I don't care what men think about me, whatever. But how do you feel about you? And also, how do you feel about the attention that brings you? And also, if this was played at, uh, let's say, in front of your parents or when you were looking for a job, somebody said, hey, I saw you do the silhouette challenge on TikTok, so we're not going to be able to hire you because you have to live in the reality that we live in. And that's the reality. Businesses are looking at your social media and you never know what, what somebody, even if it's locked down, right? Like somebody taking a screenshot, sharing it with somebody or whatever. So just think about that. Just think about that. You have to know what you want and have an, like, have an understanding of the law of nature, the secret, right? Have you ever heard the, the secret? The energy that you're putting out in this world is the energy that you are going to get back. The Bible talks about what you reap is what you will sow. Okay. The Bible also says if you live by the gun, you die by the gun. And I believe that's in every bucket. If you live by sex, you die by sex. And it may not be a physical death, but a spiritual. So I just want you to start thinking about these questions like what is your vision for your life? Okay. The Bible also says in Mark 8, 36, what good is it for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? New Living Translation. Well, that was the um, NIV version. The NLT version is, what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? You have to think a bit about this in every bucket. It's not just about the silhouette challenge. It's about your sex life. It's about the food you're putting in your body. It's about everything, what you're reading, what you're consuming. Um, the Bible talks about that. Your eyes are the windows to the soul. Um, faith comes by hearing. And, and I believe that you can have faith in the negative. So are you listening and watching so much negative? Now your faith is in the worldly view of things. Again, this message is not for everybody. It is for the women who are like, I'm a Proverbs 31 woman. I want to be like Jesus. I'm a Christian. I just, I, I, I just find it odd and something that you should... 
Think about, which is what I thought about in 2017, how do I call myself a Christian and I don't even talk to God or read my Bible? Or I only talk to God when something is going wrong. What? What? I know there was um, one of my friends, my best friends, actually, um, one of her ex-friends, I guess they're not friends anymore, um, sent her a message on Instagram during the whole election process. And she was like, wow, no, God just told me to vote for Trump. And my best friend said, well, how do you know God said that? Do you read your Bible? Have you studied it? And she goes, no, I don't have to read my Bible. I just know that God said that to me. How do you know God's voice if you don't read his words? You know, it's like my Honda Civic, I have it, I own it, I drive it. But without reading the booklet, I know nothing about my Honda. And that's true. I actually never read the booklet. So I'm not going to be able to fix it. (laughs) So I can't speak for my Honda when it breaks down. I can't say, oh, I know exactly what happened. It's this, this, and this because I read the Bible and I studied or or I read the, the, the Honda book. And I studied this and I know blah, blah, blah. The only thing I know about that Honda is I need to get its oil changed and put gas in it. That's it. So I'd be lying to you if, you if I said, oh, I know everything about Hondas and I ever read a book about a Honda. So how can you say that? How can you say that? OK, let's get to the judging uh, and then we'll close out. Because, um, again, as I said earlier, uh, Pastor Michael Todd said that we shouldn't be doing the silhouette challenge. And one of my favorite radio personalities was like, I don't like that he said that. I feel like it's judging. Here's the thing about judging. Judging, to me, here's the the definitions, okay, Um, how I see it. Judging is treating somebody different because they sin differently than I do. And I use the word sin um, intentionally because I am a sinner, you are a sinner, we are all sinners. We live in a fallen world. So I am not going to treat you differently because you're a sinner. Um, That doesn't mean that I have to be your friend and... Hold on. Let me let me let me stick on the the judgment thing. Okay. So I I look at I look at it like this in the Bible in John four. One of the the most famous um, Bible stories is the Samaritan woman. Right. Um, Where Jesus is at the well and the Samaritan woman comes down. And I'm just going to read you part of it. Okay. so let's see. Um, I want to start here. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? The Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? You see, Jesus already didn't see her differently. Although he knew he knew everything about her and we'll get into that. He didn't see her differently and he was treating her as if she was a Jew, you know, his child, his child, basically. Um, He didn't see her as a Samaritan woman. He saw her as his daughter. And the Samaritan woman said that to him, like, you are a Jew. I am a Samaritan. How can you ask me for a drink? You're not supposed to speak to me. Because in these times, Jews um, were the chosen people. Samaritans were like, everybody judged them, right? And Jesus answered to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him. And and he, (laughs) if I can speak, and he would have given you living water and the woman goes sir you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep where can you get this living water so instead of being like offended she's like well tell me more tell me more about this water you speak of 
Now she does have questions, and I believe right there, God is letting us know that we're allowed to ask questions. Because the Samaritan woman goes on to say, are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his livestock? Jesus answered, everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And the woman, the Samaritan woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. She listened. They had a conversation and her vision for her life was never wanting to draw water again. So she was like, give me the tools. Give me the steps. And then Jesus said, "Okay, we'll go call your husband and come back. And she said, I have no husband. She was lying. And Jesus knew. And he said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had, (laughs) the fact is you have had five husbands and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. So listen, God called her out and it wasn't to judge her, condemn her, to throw her into pit of hell. He was like, listen, if we're going to be in a relationship together, if I'm going to be somebody who gives you uh, springs of living water, we're going to have to be honest. We're going to have to be honest. So the Samaritan woman was Jesus's, Jesus's <laughs> assignment. I mean, we're all his assignment, right? He died for all of us. But to put this in context, so if I feel you are my assignment, I am going to tell you that the silhouette challenge is not for you. If the vision of your life is X, Y, and Z. Do you see where I'm going here? So Pastor Michael Todd is a pastor. And so his assignment, he has a bigger platform. And so more people are going to hear him. Therefore, he's going to get a lot of pushback because all of those people that are hearing him, most of them may not be his assignment. At least not yet. Their eyes aren't open yet. They don't have their own relationship with God. They didn't grow up Christian. They didn't whatever. So you can't say that Pastor Michael Todd is wrong with saying, listen, I know you don't have a husband. You actually have five husbands, (laughs) but I can still give you springs of living water. That's what Pastor Michael Todd was saying. And this is not to throw one of my favorite radio personalities on the bus. That's why I didn't I, I did not say his name intentionally because it's not about that. It's about the message. And I know that a lot of Christians, some Christians, Christians who you have dealt with have treated you disrespectfully and wrong. And I would say that they don't know their Bible either. They don't read it. They don't have a relationship with God. They are interpreting it, (laughs) if I could say that word, through the eyes of the devil, just like the devil convinced Eve that she was missing out on something if she did not bite the apple. And look where we are now. So you got to ask yourself these questions. Why am I doing this? And what's the vision for my life? I'll give you another example because the law of attraction, just the law of life, the way the Bible lays it out, you reap what you sow. If you want to lose weight, you know exactly what you have to do, right? You have to work out. You have to burn more calories than you eat, right? You have to do those steps. You can't just sit down and watch Netflix and eat cookies and be inspired by other people that are losing weight and you are doing nothing. 
You can't do nothing and expect to be a size two or a size eight, whatever is healthy for your body. Trust me, a size two will not be healthy for my body. I'd probably be dead, okay? I think my healthiest is size nine, ten. Um, but yeah, so you can't expect that. And then when your trainer calls you out and says, okay, well, you're never going to lose weight if you do this. You shouldn't be eating Oreos, a sleeve of Oreos every night. You can't sit in the seat of judgment. He's telling you the truth. Do you see what I'm saying? So Pastor Michael Todd, all he was doing, all I'm doing is giving you the blueprint God gave you to live a more peaceful, healthy life. Not to say that you won't go through trials and tribulations, but again, if you want this type of life, X, Y, and Z, your vision is to be respected more than like. You don't want men to like you for your body. You want them to like you for your mind. If you want that type of husband, that type of lifestyle, then you have to execute in this way which means you cannot do the silhouette challenge that's all okay hopefully this made sense (laughs) uh i i know it did i know it did for for the people who are needing to hear this it made 100 percent um sense so thank you for listening to your wednesday tangible tip if I said anything that resonated with you, please share with a friend. Also, rate it, especially like your favorite part. Rate this podcast, subscribe to this podcast so you're the first to know when I drop new episodes every Wednesday and Thursday. And please take it a step further and let me know what resonated with you. Uh, hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. Uh, all of that information is in the show notes, but on every platform, pretty much, I am just me Rika, and that's R-E-K-A. All right, that's it. That's all I got for you. And that's that on that. Thank you for listening to Single You, the podcast.